0: Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast, episode 347, six top travel tips so you don't waste your holidays. As mentioned a week ago or a couple of weeks ago, we are off to Turin in March, so we are getting prepared to go back out on the road and go and visit a new city, never been to Turin before. Of course, there's an element of football there as well. We're going to see Torino versus Bologna, which is going to be on Monday, The I think it's Monday the 7th of March somewhere along those lines. But in order to get out and about and to maximise our our time there, we have decided to produce this podcast because it helps us to prepare for our little trip as well. So no particular order, uh, six top travel tips. Number one, know where you are going. So Number one works in tandem with number six, which is never look lost. So this isn't necessarily a case of you need to know everything down to the T, but you need to have a, a rough plan. So for example, if you are doing longer term traveling, have you researched the country where you are going? Do you have any idea what places you would like to go to? If we roll back to 2014, when... Aaron and I went to South and Central America. We knew that we would be flying into Rio de Janeiro because we would be in Rio for the whole of the 2014 World Cup. From there, we knew roughly that we wanted to head then south in Brazil, uh, end up in Buenos Aires. Eventually then head over, uh, traverse the Andes or cross the Andes, head over to Santiago in Chile and then fly to Easter Island, and then back, and then from there head up the west coast of South America, ideally end up in Ecuador, end up in the Galapagos, fly to Panama from Ecuador, and then work our way up into Mexico uh, to then meet up with a couple of other lads for uh, a lads holiday in Cancun. And we knew that that would be about 10 months worth of travel, we set intermediate dates. So we knew when we were going to Rio, we knew when we would be leaving Rio. And then we had already booked flights for uh, Easter Island, for example, and we'd already booked Christmas in Panama. So we had a couple of key milestones there and we had a rough plan. Not saying we necessarily stuck to that plan uh, in terms of what we had done in each country and where we went in each country, but we always had this idea of Do we know where we're going? Have we got a rough idea? Have we done some research? So that's point number one. Know roughly where you're going. Number two, know the basics of the language. Now, even if you are not great with languages, it is always useful to know a few words and to be able to have a a very basic conversation or to at least be able to offer instructions. Or requests in said language. Now, of course, if you're an English speaker and then you're off to the United States of America, for example, obviously you don't need to go and learn the language, uh, maybe some of the slang if you really wanted to. But if you're going to Spain, you're going to Italy, you're going to you know, Latin America, France, wherever it might be, try to pick up a few words of the language. And the reason that we say that, two reasons. Number one, the English is known for being quite bad at languages anyway. But secondly, it really does help. Because you, you, you then get this respect from the locals. Um, depending on what country you're in, so for example, when we've been in Italy before, we've tried ordering things in Italian. Uh, asked for a table. You know, if we're going to a restaurant, can we uh, can we have a table for three? Uh, you know, table for four, whatever it might be. And you know, even though they know we're we're not Italian, the fact that we're making the effort to co- converse with them in their language, you, you get that appreciation, you get that underlying effect. We talk about people being arrogant uh, abroad, and uh, to be honest, the French are the worst at that. But if you go you know, and try and learn the local language, whatever, or the national language, whatever it might be, that will really help you moving forward. Yeah, you might not be perfect at it, but you get that respect from the other people, and it normally means you're treated better. To be fair because if they can see you making the effort, they like that. Uh, it's no different from someone stopping us on the street here in England and, and using their broken English to ask for things. You know, we we've got an uncanny ability to read between the lines anyway and know exactly what someone means, but you, you get a bit more respect there and the, the feelings mutual. So that's number two, know the basics of the language. Number three, this is more this goes hand in hand with number one, but it's more prudent for a city trip. Do some basic research. Where do you want to go? So, for example, we're off to Turin. So, what is there to see and do in Turin? Well, we we're going for the football. We know that football now is on Monday night, and we're flying in on the Friday, flying out on the Tuesday. So, we know the football's on the Monday night. Absolutely fantastic. We've got a weekend to do whatever we want. We know that most museums won't be open on Monday, which is quite normal, and we know the uh, old house of Savoy uh, and the, the the ill-fated site of uh, Il Gran Torino, uh, 1949 airplane disaster, th- similar to uh, the Munich Air disaster, as in it wiped out most of a football team and a very good football team at that. And that's on uh, the Supergar, which is a, a mountain area overlooking the city of Turin. So, for example, I want to go and see that and, and take some of the day to trek up to the top of the hill there. Walk up and down the River Po. There's a a multitude of automobile museums. Uh, We could go and look at the Aventus Stadium, maybe do a stadium tour. All of these sorts of things. And it's important to have an understanding because there's nothing worse than turning up and just wasting your time. So, and again, this is why this thing is applicable for a city trip. If you're going to You know, Alicante for the week, and you're going to sit on the beach for the week. You probably don't need to do basic research on that because you're going to be sitting on the beach. But if you're taking a city tour, then again, rather than just turn up, waste your time, etc., it's probably prudent to have a basic understanding of what's available, what's open, what there is to see and do, and you know, what there is to eat and drink. There's nothing better than getting into the specialities of an area. Number four know why you're going. So I've just touched on it actually in the last one. Know why you are going. Are you going to explore? Are you going to relax? Are you going through a mixture? If you know why you're going, it helps you to plan your trip better. So again, if you're off to Haggadah for a week and your aim is to be in an all-inclusive hotel, sit on the beach and get some sun, fine. You probably don't need to plan that if you're not planning any day trips or anything. If you're doing what we're doing and going to Turin, we've got a list of five or six things that we would like to do. We've also got a list of a few of the local dishes that we would love to try. And, you know, we'll turn up at the airport. Everyone knows where they need to meet. We'll, you know, say hello, have a beer at the airport, and then we'll fly out to Turin and voila. We'll have a good fun weekend and we'll have a laugh. Maybe you're going for a mixture. Um, I know Aaron at the back end of last year went to... I was going to say Merida, but that's not the right place. Uh, Madeira went to Madeira and had a great time. Uh, my brother recently went to Madeira as well. Both said the same thing. It was just nice to have a you know bottle of wine on on the seafront, some good seafood, nice, nice and relaxed. A couple of treks and hikes because of the terrain over there. Uh, and again, they planned appropriately. They knew why they were going and they maximized their time. When we say maximizing your time, again, you know. No one's asking you to be rushing around 24 hours a day, obviously. But if that's what you want to do, feel free. Number five, pack appropriately. So always look at the weather. Always know what's going on. Always look at the climate. So we know, again, going back to Turin, uh, Torino, we know that the weather's going to be probably a bit chilly. So to wear good, smart clothes, obviously, you know, Italians do pride themselves on that fashion sense and style, etc. So we'll go, we'll put our good clobber on uh, we'll go across, uh, take some warm, warm clothing as well because we know it's going to be a little bit choppy over there. Same if you go into, you know, anywhere like Mexico or whatever, you know, check the weather, uh, pack appropriately as a result. There is nothing worse than doing what I'd done when we went to Vienna and uh, not realizing it was going to be that cold and not wearing the appropriate footwear uh, and was walking around with wet feet for about four days. Not ideal. So number five, pack appropriately. And number six, that never look lost. So there is an art to doing this, and the reason we say never look lost is because you never want to make yourself a target. And it's very easy to wander into areas where you shouldn't. Although you should research that before you go, it's very easy to make these mistakes. So never look lost. So try never to get a map out in the middle of public, and you know start. You know, with one of the old school paper maps, you know, start looking and looking confused. That's not good. People might be friendly and they might try and help you, but you never know. you're, you're creating a target for your back unnecessarily. If you've got your phone, it's a, lot more, it's a lot easier. If you're a bit lost and you're looking at a map on, on your phone, you could be a bit more discreet about it, which is useful. But ultimately, never look lost. Try and remember a landmark. So if you're having a walk around, you know, you're having a walk around the city, you might not necessarily be in the city centre, um, you might have gone for a walk along by the river or whatever. If your navigation skills aren't that great, then by all means uh, try and look for a landmark. That's what I would normally do. So I normally take note of what's in what's in the middle, what's in the centre. So for example, in Turin, I know there's a, a there is a massive basilica. Uh, one of the tall... I think, it's, I think it's the tallest building in Northern Italy, if I'm not mistaken. Massive basilica uh, in, in the middle of town. So I know if we're out and about, you know, that is pretty much the center of, of Turin. I've done that in, in many other places, especially in South America. Take advantage of the terrain nowhere, like a, a church is, uh, or a particular spy or something along those lines. But never look lost. Um, there's nothing wrong with getting lost absolutely, that is absolutely fine, but try never to look lost. So even if you are lost, look like you know where you're going. And again, the reason for that is if you are lost and you're not sure where you are and you might be in the the wrong neighborhood, for example, you're just going to create a target for your back. So always try and walk with a purpose, um, especially if you're blending in with the locals, i.e. it's cold terrain and everyone looks like they're wearing the same. Um, You know, if you're stood there in the middle of Latin America um, everyone's wearing their jeans and they're smartly dressed and you're there with your shorts and flip-flops, people are gonna assume you're a tourist anyway. So you've already got a bit of a target on your back. So number six, never look lost. There is nothing wrong with being lost, but try never to look lost because uh, you're just creating a rod for your own back. So they are six top travel tips so you don't waste time on your holidays. Number one, for longer distance traveling, know where you're going, come out of a rough plan. Number two, try and know the basics of the language. You get more respect that way if you're making the effort. Number three, do some basic research. Uh, Where do you want to go? So if this is a city holiday, have you got some museums you want to go to? Do you just want to go and eat and drink and sit in the plaza and have a bottle of wine? Whatever it is, have an idea of what it is you want. Number four, know why you are going. Uh, Is it a beach holiday? Are you there to explore everywhere? Are you there to have a, a blend of a holiday? Number five, pack appropriately. Check the weather. Don't under or overpack. Uh, it's not necessary nowadays, but do make sure you've got appropriate clothing for said weather. And number six, never look lost. There's nothing wrong with being lost, but try never to look lost because you create a road for your own back. So six top travel tips. Let us know how you get on with them when you next go away. Uh, we're looking forward to going to Turin in a few weeks. Uh, we'll We'll do a couple of episodes based around that, and we look forward to getting out and about even more so, moving forwards. Until next time, have free to say.